So uh, let's begin our practice by taking a seated position. So how are you going to sit today? Would you like to sit on a blanket, a bolster, a block? Would you like to sit with your ankles one on top of the other or your feet together? I'm going to try this pose called Siddhasana with the feet together and the heels pulled back towards the pelvis. And this might require more height underneath the hips if you're trying this shape. You might even like to place some support in the form of blankets underneath your knees if you take this shape. Lengthen up along the spine, no matter what shape you have found yourself in. And then find a place to rest your hands. So in a uh, typical seated position, or if you're taking hero pose or rock pose, typically the hands would uh, rest on the thighs. For this uh, siddhasana pose, uh, I think the, the um, traditional hand position would be to place the hands in one another, palms facing up. Rest the forearms on the thighs as you allow the shoulders to release down the back of the chest. Cultivate length along the back of the neck as you plant the chin parallel to the floor. Arrive in your practice. Become aware of the space you inhabit, the environment. Consider the light and its origin. Consider the air qualities. Does the air feel dry or moist, warm or cool, stagnant or um, moving? Consider your roots as you bring awareness to the physical body. Recognize those spaces where your body is touching the surfaces beneath you.
the earth acting on the body, the body acting upon the earth. So an exchange of energy. And from that rooting, again, consider growth. Lifting up from the waistline along the abdomen, low back, up through the rib cage, creating a broad and open heart as you extend up through the crown of the head, reaching skyward. Breathe this moment, breathe this posture. Begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama. As you breathe in, consider the um, drawing in or gathering um, sunlight energy from the uh, from the world around, energy nutrients from the earth, and then as you exhale, cultivate, expand, grow the length of the spine grow the sense of connection with the earth. Flutter your eyes open if you have them closed. With your next inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Reach up as you look up, palms touch. And then exhale, turn the palms out, push down with the hands, and then draw the hands, gather the hands back together at heart center. Two more times. Inhale, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. Reach up, grow tall. And then exhale, push down with the hands and gather the hands back together at the heart. One more time with your own breath. Okay, turn the upper body at an angle over the right thigh. Place the fingertips on either side of the right thigh. And then just gently begin to revolve the chest towards the right, and maybe start to fold over the right leg. So paying attention to the left low back, the left outer hip, 
as you revolve around the right thigh. So for me, I'm noticing early on in the practice, I'm not nearly folded uh, all the way over the thigh. So maybe that, that's where you're at. Really make, uh, make sure that the practice and the breath uh, are creating a constant communication between the instructions and what the body is, is, is experiencing through the movements. So a, a listening and a, um, a respect for what is, uh, what is happening in the practice, what you are experiencing. And then we're going to walk the hands back up, come back through center, and then frame the left leg with the fingertips. Draw the right waistline over towards the left. Imagine lining up your, uh, your, your sternum over the left thigh, keeping the right sits bone rooted, even thinking about the right outer hip wrapping downward. You can even push down there with your hand. And then inhale, lengthen the torso, exhale, start to walk the hands maybe a few inches, maybe uh, several more inches at an angle towards the left. So this is kind of a, a ringing out pose. It's a, um, it's a twist with a fold. So there might be a sense of... Um, compressing or squishing the abdomen or the left uh, left waistline. So kind of, uh, these are, you know, that's in the, the pretzel category of yoga, the yoga practice you don't, really don't want to do after a, a big meal. Then come back through center, and we're going to slowly take the uh, upper body forward. So again, walking with fingertips to the floor in front of you, keeping the sits bones rooted. You might even notice the feet pushing together as you extend out through the knees if you're in this, um, if you're in this bound angle position with the legs, knees out to the side, feet together. But you could be doing this uh, from a from a uh, rock pose or a uh, comfortable cross-legged seat. You might go to depth gradually here. So as uh, as you breathe, as you begin to uh, cultivate this uh, forward fold, the upper body might start to extend more. The head and heart might start to sink or melt deep, deeper towards the earth. You might even be able to bring the uh, forearms or elbows down.
Walk your hands back towards your hips. Lift up. Draw, if you're, uh, if you're in the Siddhasana, uh, cup the hands, cup the, feet, the knees with the hands and draw the knees back together. You can remove pl- props as you come to lie on your back. Okay, I'm seeing that I don't have a strap today, but we're, I'm going to improvise as uh, if you don't have a strap, you can improvise. Um, so we're going to lie on our backs with our legs extended straight. Extend through the heels, lengthen through the tailbone. Take your arms out to either side of the body. Do mountain pose or uh, <laughs> reclined mountain pose. So activate the legs, lengthen through the tailbone, broaden the chest, turn the palms up, tuck the shoulders underneath the body, lengthen along the back of the neck, extend up or uh, overhead, extend overhead through the crown of the head. And we are going to start by bending the knees, both feet on the floor, and we'll bring the left knee into the chest. Interlace your fingers around your left shin and pull your left knee, left thigh in and up towards your left armpit. So you might feel some, you might feel something at the front of the left hip. As you compress there, squeeze the knee in and up. If you're not feeling much, you might uh, experiment with extending the right leg straight. That will amplify sensation uh, in the left outer hip or the front of the left hip. And also bring a sense of extension to the front of the right hip. Draw the shoulders back. Broad across the chest, soft in the face. Cultivating, cultivating breath and possibly starting to feel things shifting. Okay, I'm going to use my sock. You might use a strap or another, um, <laughs> another strap substitute. And extend the left leg straight. So you might start the extension of the left leg with the right knee bent. Or you might, um, you might keep the right leg on the floor as you extend the left leg up. So I saw, on, uh, I saw a post of somebody using their sock and then just pulling on the toe of the sock. So I don't know how good this is for the sock, but it feels pretty good for the leg. <laughs> I'm definitely, uh, I'm aware of the wear of my socks. I, I told a friend the other day, I just, I really make sure that I'm not wearing my socks uh, outside without shoes on. <laughs> That's my advice. Don't wear your socks outside without shoes on. It really, uh, it really um, contributes to their deterioration. Uh, so push up through the heel. Lengthen along the back of the left leg, and once you've started to cultivate that length with time, with breath, with attention, you might begin to draw or grow the length of the leg, bringing the front of the leg closer to the chest. So I always talk about starting with that idea of getting the leg um, perpendicular to the floor, heel over the hip, 90 degree angle, 
And then once that is achieved, then slowly starting to explore beyond that point. And as you reach beyond that point, really paying attention to the left outer hip extending away from the left armpit. So keeping the left side of the body long, the right leg anchored, the head and shoulders on the floor. Okay, so from here, we're going to guide the left leg over to the left. You can keep the right hand pushing the right thigh down, keeping that awareness of the right leg rooting. Or you can take the right arm out to the right if you're more into the sense of expression or extension along the front of the chest as you widen the left leg out to the left. And I have a uh, pleasant surprise here uh, where I've taken the left leg into a wall. So I'm far enough away from the wall that I can extend my leg, but close enough to the wall where my leg hit the wall (laughs) as it's extending. So uh, I'm noticing that um, with this resistance of the wall, again, just like in our headstand or just like I talk about rooting down in a standing position, sometimes uh, a wall can be helpful for this uh, creating a deeper sense of extension. So if, if you've run into the same, um, the same barrier that I have here with the wall, you might explore that, or you might just take a moment to move further away from the wall. Your choice. <laughs> you know, sometimes um, in life, as in yoga practice, a, a barrier or an um, inconvenience can can give you new perspective, help you grow in a new, new way. So think about the extension of the left inner leg here. And as energy flows along the inseam of the leg, think about that energy wrapping around the foot, drawing back from the outside of the foot back to the left hip, drawing the left outer hip in towards the midline of the body and down towards the right foot. Again, the right leg anchoring the pose, extending the right leg, grounding the back of the right leg to the earth. Okay, draw the right, uh, the left leg back through center. You might pass the foot or the sock or the strap to the right hand. You might take the left thumb to the crease of the left hip and push the left hip away, keeping, uh, keeping awareness of the left side body lengthening. Or you can take the left arm out to the left and gradually begin to ease the right leg or the left leg over to the right. And in this version of the pose, the left hip will lift up off of the floor, even stack on top of the right hip. So I always um, stop talking here a little bit because this, <laughs> this pose tends to be pretty intense. 
<laughs> without much prompting. <laughs> so notice what and where you're feeling. What are you planting? What are you growing? What are you um, pulling out of your garden? What are you trying to kind of uh, not let grow? (laughs) Identify your weeds. Okay, draw the left leg back towards center, re-square the hips, wrap your hands around the back of the left leg, and then turn your fingertips up towards the left heel as you peel the head, neck, and shoulders away from the earth, tuck your chin towards your chest, slide your hands up the back of the left leg, trying to pull the leg towards the forehead, lifting the forehead towards the leg, trying to keep the right leg grounded to the best of your ability, extending through both heels, soften the face, crunch in, so it's like doing a crunch, um, contract the abdominal muscles, in other words, and hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, two and one slowly lower the head the shoulders the left leg down breathe notice the legs one might be visibly longer you know probably the left at this point uh, and then switch the strap or the sock <laughs> onto the right foot bend the knee the left knee right left foot on the floor Hug the right knee in and up towards the right armpit, interlacing the fingers around the front of the right shin. Create that sense of compression. Check it out. Is this, uh, is this satisfying to explore this pose? Are you uh, itching for more sensation? If so, left leg extends. Heel, calf, and thigh, ground or push downward as the knee draws in and up. And take the right leg long. Extend through the heel, pull back through the toes. Lengthen the right leg and then begin to lift it towards that 90 degree angle. Grab the strap or the, uh, the sock with both hands, keeping the head and shoulders uh, grounded or, uh, or pushing back. 
And then if you have not extended the left leg straight, do so now. Again, constant communication with the body in these shapes. And then notice, uh, are you really listening to, to the body today and accommodating discomfort? Or are you um, really in a place where you're, you're pushing your boundaries, saying, I hear you, but I think you can do more. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be, you know, that, uh, that you might have tendencies, but each day, um, it's going, you know, what, what you decide to do in your practice is going to change from day to day. And then if that self-talk, um, tends to be something that you think is you tend you uh, you decide that some of the self-talk is not helping you to grow in the ways that you would like to grow, then even uh, the inner dialogue can kind of present some weeds. And I also thought that it would be <laughs> a good thing to remember that you know weeds are just what you decide are weeds. <laughs> you get to decide what a weed is. You might love dandelions, and there's somebody else who is just trying to rid their world of dandelions. You could plant a whole garden of dandelions. With time and attention, perhaps you've begun to cultivate more length, more freedom along the back of the right leg, allowing you the uh, ability to bring the right leg closer to the chest. And as the right leg draws past that 90 degree angle again, make sure the right outer hip is extending away from the armpit reaching in the direction of the left inner foot. And then we'll transition. So take the sock, the foot, or the strap in the right hand. Left hand can ground the left thigh or extend out to the left. And with awareness, ease the right leg over to the left. So if... Uh, if I really made that wall sound appealing, then you might even situate yourself in a way that uh, your leg does come up with the, um, end up in a position where it is extended and pushing into a wall. So I really enjoyed that on the first side. So I'm gonna turn around to get that wall. And then for this one, we're not only uh, extending the leg out to the right, but eventually we might start to lift the heel higher. So that the, uh, 
the leg is kind of rotating, expanding out and then rotating uh, externally. Anchor with the left thigh, keep both legs long. Again, there's an extension along the inner leg, a contraction along the outer leg. So even uh, in the, uh, so through the groin and then um, in the innermost hamstring muscles, you might start to feel this extension or, yeah, um, cultivation of length, growth, and then there's a contraction of the outer hip, and even the, uh, the quadricep muscles may start to, uh, to activate here as you try to draw the right hip, away, the right hip crease away from the right armpit. Ease the right leg back towards center, pass the strap, sock, or foot into the left hand, right arm out to the right, or thumb to the right hip crease. Guide the right leg over to the left, stacking the right hip on top of the left. Draw the right shoulder back towards the floor. Get acquainted to this shape, to this um, this unique expression of this shape. Consider the breath as the, the sunlight, the, the water, the nutrients for growing, growing uh, your practice, growing cultivation in your practice. Okay, guide the right leg back to center. Resquare the hips, resquare the shoulders, and then wrap the arms, the hands behind the right leg. Fingertips pointing up towards the heel. Now, curl the head, neck, and shoulders away from the floor as you slide your fingertips up towards your heel. Tuck your chin to your chest, draw your forehead towards or to the leg. Extend through both legs, root the left heel downward, 
chin to chest, crunching or uh, contracting the front of the body. Hold for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Slowly lower the head and the leg down to the floor. Extend through both legs, stretch both arms overhead. And then we are either gonna take the hands underneath the hips. This is gonna be the most supportive. Arms along the sides of the body, second most supportive for the low back. Or if you are feeling like you want a challenge today, you can take the arms overhead. Squeeze the legs, reach through the heels, lengthen through the tailbone, and then inhale, bring both legs up to a 90 degree angle. Heels over the hips, pushing through the feet. Exhale, lower the legs down. I never know if I like the exhale down or exhale up. Inhale, lift the legs. So we're doing inhale up today. Exhale, lower the heels down to the floor with control, keeping length through the low spine, head and shoulders grounded. Inhale, lift the legs. Exhale, lower the legs. Inhale, lift. Exhale, lower. Inhale, lift. And then exhale, we're gonna uh, tuck the tailbone towards the ceiling and then start to take the legs overhead or over of the front of the body. So like we're in a forward folded position on our backs or a halasana. Inhale, lower the hips down with control. Reach the heels back to 90 degrees. Exhale, lower the heels down to the floor with control. Inhale, lift the heels to 90 degrees. Exhale, curl the back body off the floor. Draw the legs overhead. Inhale, lower the back to the floor, heels over the hips. Exhale, lower the heels all the way to the floor with control. You could always switch the hand position. Inhale, our heels over hips. Exhale, legs over the face. <laughs> Inhale, lower the back body, heels over the hips. Exhale, lower the heels to the floor with control. Inhale, up. Exhale, lift the hips, curl the low spine, legs over the face, maybe uh, toes touch down over the head. Inhale, back to the 90 degree angle with the legs. Exhale, lower the heels all the way to the floor. Relax the feet out to either side of the room momentarily before bending the knees, placing your feet on the mat. Take your arms along the sides of the body if they are not already, and then push your feet down, lift your hips up, little baby bridge pose. Lengthen through the tailbone, lengthen through the knees. Exhale, lower the hips down. Two more times, inhale, lift the hips. Exhale, lower down. Last one, inhale, lift the hips, push the feet down, extend through the knees, extend through the tailbone. Exhale, lower the hips back down. Look to the ceiling, reach your fingertips towards the sky, palms face one another, 
And then as you exhale, peel the head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor. And then slowly with control, try to lift the back body away from the floor, maybe grabbing the thighs or the shins as you come up, maybe not. Take the arms as they are, parallel to the floor, palms facing one another. And then lift the shins perpendicular to the floor. Grab the backs of the thighs with the hands. And then pull the chest forward and up, lifting through the collarbones. Either choose to stay here or take the hands out from underneath the thighs. Turn the palms up this time. Either choose to stay here or attempt to straighten the legs in Navasana, boat pose. So if you'd like, you can use that bellows breath here to, you know, really fill the sails. (laughs) Or you can breathe deeply. Choose your breath. Extend through the heels. Lift through the chest. Hold for five, four, three, two, one. And then palms to thighs, shins parallel to the floor. Lift the chest up. And then exhale. Push out through the feet. Arms to your sides. Ardha Navasana. Inhale, come back up, bend the knees, lift the arms. Exhale, push with the feet, upper body back, come to a hover over the floor, Ardha Navasana. Inhale, bend the knees towards the chest, lift the chest towards the thighs, look up, reach up. Exhale, push with the feet, upper body back, come down to a hover, Ardha Navasana. Inhale, thighs towards the chest, gaze and arms up. Any modifications are, are acceptable here. <laughs> Exhale, push down. Ardha Navasana, two more. Inhale, lift up. Thighs to chest, reach up. Lift into the heart space. Exhale, push through the feet. Lower the upper body. One more time. Inhale, come on up. And exhale, push through the feet. Lower to a hover for five, four, three, Two and one. Heels down, head down. We're back to lying on the floor. <laughs> just can't, just can't uh, instruct us away from the floor today. It just feels so right. Okay, we're gonna do a little twisting abdominal action, and then we will, I promise, stand up. Okay. <laughs> um, take your, take your legs up uh, to a perpendicular position. This time, scoop your tailbone away from the floor. Lift through the lower hips. And then reach your arms towards your legs, fingertips towards the ceiling. Curl the back body away from the floor. So less of your back body is on the floor, tucking the tailbone, lifting the chest. And then exhale, lower the right leg down. Shift the upper body to the left, maybe like you're holding a box. Reach with the box. Inhale, Inhale, back to center. Reach up, tuck the tailbone. Exhale, lean the upper body to the right, reach through the fingertips, left leg comes to a hover. That's one round, let's do four more. Inhale, back to center, tuck and lift. Exhale, right leg down. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, center, tuck, that's two. Exhale, right. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, left. Inhale, center, tuck, three. Exhale, right leg down. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, right. 
Inhale, tuck. Exhale, left. Inhale, tuck, scoop, and hold for five. Reach beyond the toes. Four, three, two, and one. Head down, arms down. Feet to the floor, bent knees, arms to your sides. Inhale, lift through the pelvis, lengthen through the knees. Exhale, lower down. Two more baby bridges. Inhale, lift. Exhale, lower. Last time, inhale, lift. And exhale, lower the hips to the floor. Gradually gather your knees in towards your chest, roll, uh, scooping the tailbone, and then start to rock and roll along your spine, slowly, gradually, forward and back. Three to five times, maybe. And then land on your feet, push your way up to a forward fold. Feet are placed hip width distance apart. Look down at your toes, lift and spread your toes. Try to see the mat between each toe and maybe uh, use your finger like a drill to drill some space <laughs> between those uh, toes that are trying to stick together. Spread the toes and then plant them down. Root through the soles of your feet. And then bend your knees, rest your torso on your thighs, let your upper body hang forward and you might shake it out like you're... Um, what are you <laughs> Just literally scratching my head here. Uh, what is that called <laughs> when you uh, move the soil around? <laughs> uh, you get a you get a turner things. So you guys are just shouting at me. Um, you turn the soil, <laughs> turn the soil, shake it out, move things around, and then settle into this shape, letting the head hang forward, perhaps grabbing the uh, the wrists, the forearms, or the elbows. Uh, as you cascade length down the spine. So I like to call this pose, um, it's got many names, but I like to call it waterfall pose because uh, I enjoy this imagery of energy fluidly moving up the backs of the legs as with the inhalation. And then that same energy fluidly cascading down the length of the spine and back to the earth, the body, this conduit of moving prana. And now bring the fingertips to the floor in front of you. Begin to push down through the feet as the hips lift higher. And we're going to walk out the forward fold. So bend the left knee, reach the right hip up and back or even out to the right. Lift into the right kneecap and then switch sides. Bend the right knee, push down through the left foot, lift into the left kneecap. Maybe sway the hip a little bit from side to side. And then switch, move from side to side at your own pace.
Okay. Deep into your forward fold. Feet press down. Kneecaps lift. Outer hips skyward. Crown of the head earthward. Elbows might bend out to either side. Lift the shoulders away from the ears, keeping the sides of your neck long. Keep your legs as they are. Inhale. Bring your fingertips towards your shins or to your shins. Lift up halfway. Exhale. Deeply fold in. And inhale, rise to stand. Push down through the feet, look up, reach up, palms touch at the top, straight, strong legs. Exhale, push down with the palms and gather the hands together at your heart space. So we're going to do our C salutations. Uh, Make sure you have enough room behind your mat to roll backwards. And then again, with these, you can choose to keep your feet together. That's going to be an additional challenge to your balance, or you can take your feet apart. So we're going to start to uh, build some heat. So let's do five of these. Um, So feet apart or together, inhale, reach your arms overhead, and then exhale, dive forward. Fingertips to the floor, release the head. Inhale, half lift, fingertips to the shins. And then exhale, take your seat. Sit your hips into your imaginary chair, thighs parallel to the floor. Inhale, look forward and reach forward, kind of like you're preparing to dive as you are. Exhale, lower the hips into the water. Wave the legs overhead. And then inhale, curl back and into your half chair pose. Exhale, push the feet down, hips up, fold forward. Inhale, circle the arms up, reach the palms skyward, look up, and then exhale, we're going to push the hands down and gather the hands at heart center. That's one, four more. Inhale, arms up, exhale, dive forward. Inhale, lift halfway, exhale, fold in and sink the hips into the chair. Inhale, arms forward. Exhale, hips lower, legs sweep overhead, roll, inhale, come forward and balance. Exhale, fold forward, hips high, head low. Inhale, gather the arms overhead. Exhale, push the palms down, hands to heart center, two. Inhale, circle the arms up. Exhale, dive forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sink the hips into your seat. Inhale, arms forward. Exhale, hips down, legs sweep overhead. Inhale, balance. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise, arms overhead. Exhale, palms push down, gather, hands together at heart center, three. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, Lift halfway. Exhale, sink the hips. Inhale, reach the arms forward. Exhale, lower the hips, sweep the legs. Inhale, come back, balance. Exhale, flow forward, head low, hips high. Inhale, push with the feet, rise up. Exhale, palms push down, gather the hands together for one more on your own.
Arrive back in your standing position. The strength of your legs beneath you. Connection with the earth through the feet. Lift up out of the waistline. Grow tall along the spine. Hands together at heart center. You might spread your fingers. Broaden the collarbones. And then arms to your sides. Okay. Place your right foot on the floor. Root down through the right leg. And then draw your left knee in and up towards your chest. Interlace your fingers around the front of your left shin. So you might locate a strap here again. So we're going to do those same movements that we did on the floor. Now in this standing position. So anchor, root, stabilize through the right leg. Lift into the chest. Hug the knee in and up. You might even take a little back bend here if that feels good. Leaning the upper body back as you push down through the right foot. And then we are either going to take the foot, the sock, or the strap around the left leg. Or you can interlace your fingers behind your left thigh and push your left foot forward. So extend the left leg straight ahead. I'm going to grab the big toe here. Widen the left outer hip away from the left armpit, lengthening the left side, and then begin to widen the left leg out to the left. So right hand can stabilize the right leg, or right arm can extend out to the right. So obviously, <laughs> we're adding the challenge of balance here. So you have already cultivated this pose. Now it's growing. It's, getting, <laughs> it's at least growing taller. Okay, draw the left leg back to center, past the strap, the foot, the so or the sock into the right hand. And a couple of ways to do this. You can, uh, more like what we did, we're going to draw the left leg over to the right. Another way to do this is to keep the left leg forward and then start to revolve the chest towards the left. I'd say that's more of a typical expression of this, to move the chest. But you might also experiment with moving the left leg. I'm going to do a little survey, a surveying of the land. So moving the leg and the chest. Just making it up, exploring as we go along here. Let's take a break before we do the last thing. What, what do you say? Okay, right leg down. <laughs> shake out the left leg down. Shake out the legs for a second before we do this forward folded action over the left leg. Okay, so once again, root the right foot down. Um, <laughs> create stability, strength, trust in that right leg. And then bend the left knee. Heel under the knee. And then grab the left foot with your hands or with the strap. Okay, you might stay here. This is challenging already. You can interlace the fingers around the foot if that's available. You can start to extend the left leg straight ahead. You can start to curl the head towards the leg, bending the elbows towards the floor. Oh boy, right leg. Release the left leg, foot to the floor, shake out the right leg, maybe get your invisible hula hoop going, 
Soft knees, soft ankles, circle the hips one direction and the other direction. Okay, second side. Left foot grounds. So look at that foot. Plant those roots deep down into the earth. Cultivate strength, confidence in the left leg. Hands to the hips. Right knee in and up towards the chest. Interlace the fingers. Pull the knee in and up towards the right armpit. Push down through the left foot. In my experience, my knee is not coming nearly as close to my armpit as it did when I was lying down. So if you're like, knee towards the armpit, that's not happening. That's okay. I've noticed there's some things that we just, as uh, yoga instructors, we just say this thing, and it's really like the, the idea of that thing happening. That thing's not literally happening. <laughs> it's the movement towards the knee into the armpit. Okay, uh, so foot, sock, or strap. Or I'm going to grab the right big toe with the right middle index finger before extending the right leg out in front. Lengthen the tailbone down. Strengthen confidence. Left leg, right outer hip uh, rounds towards the floor. Might be more accurate, more of a mimic of what we did on the floor to grab the foot with both hands, but your choice. Okay, and then ease the right leg out to the right. Hand on the left thigh or left arm out to the left. So again, this idea that we cultivated the pose on the earth. And then from that work, that time and energy put into it, maybe we have uh, more access to these um, shapes where then balance becomes a, a big component of the shape of the experience. Okay, knee back to center, past the strap or the sock or the foot to the left hand. And then again, there's this drawing the left leg over to the, uh, the right leg over to the left or revolving the chest towards the right. And again, I'm going to experiment with this kind of surveying between the two shapes. Bringing the leg over to the left and then moving the, opening the chest to the right. And we're going to break before we do the, um, what do they call this? Um, head to knee pose? No. <laughs> it is a form of head to knee pose as your head is coming to your knee. Okay. <laughs> left foot on the floor. Push down with the left leg. Bend the right knee. Heel below the knee. Interlace the fingers or grab the outsides of the foot or use a strap. You're going to round the spine deeply in this position. Extend the right leg straight out in front. Draw the toes back. Wrap the right outer hip downward and then uh, curl the chin towards the chest, forehead towards or to the leg. Don't forget to breathe. That's your poses nutrients. Then bend the knee, release the foot. Come on back up. Oh. 
Get your hula hoop. Give it a couple twirls. Okay, other direction. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like we're so well prepared to do some arm balancing. And let's do an arm balance, attempt an arm balance, and then we will, um, uh, instead of headstand today, let's do a shoulder stand. Okay, so we're gonna start in down dog. So say hello, doggy. We haven't done our dog pose yet today. You might acquaint with the dog as you often do by wagging the tail or taking the dog for a walk. And then just notice what the dog is like at this point in the practice. Maybe a new kind of dog that you've never become before. <laughs> okay, bring your dog to relative stillness. Push the hands down and forward. Shift the hips up and back. Release the head down. Lengthen the heels down. Inhale, lift the left leg straight up and back, three-legged dog, push the hands down and forward, lift the heel, and then look to the top of your mat and lunge your left foot forward between your hands. Okay, so we have arrived in our lunge position. Lower the hips down to, uh, so that the left thigh is parallel to the floor, lengthen back through the right leg, engage the right glutes, and uh, scissor the legs together as you extend the chest forward. Breathe here in your lunge. And then lower the right knee to the floor. Okay, so we're going to walk the left foot over to the right a few inches. So it's getting, uh, the uh, left foot is walking towards the right hand. Then we are going to bring the left hand to the left thigh, extend the right arm up. Reach up through the right, uh, from the right waistline through the right fingertips. Draw back through the sides of the waistline and then hook the right elbow to the outside of the left thigh. Okay, so we're already coming into a revolution or evolved spine, an, open, an opening of the chest towards the left wall. You can explore this or you can attempt to bring the right fingertips to the floor at the outside of the left thigh. Okay, walk the arm down, walk the chest down towards the thigh. So um, <laughs> I'm bringing my right ribs in contact with my left thigh. And then I'm gonna attempt to plant my right hand uh, on the floor. Then I'm going to walk my left foot over to the right and I'm making my right arm like a shelf for my left thigh. And then I'm going to place my left hand on the floor, bend my left elbow and make my left elbow like a shelf for my right hip. Okay, get what's going on here? Then shift forward and balance. Oh my gosh, I never remember the names of these poses. Ekapada Kundinyasana 2, I think is this one. <laughs> so my elbows are a shelf for my uh, left outer thigh and hip. My right leg is extending up and back. My left leg 
is reaching to the right. So um, I just kind of made up that way of getting <laughs> into the pose. Uh, it seemed to seem to work out okay. Uh, it really uh, requires a lot of ability to shift the chest uh, over the left leg. So really that squishing of the belly, just like I said earlier, these forward fold, these uh, twists with the forward fold are really going to make you regret having um, eaten those three hamburgers before practice, right? Um, <laughs> so again, let's try that now that you know it's coming. Uh, both hands to the inside of the left leg, right knee on the floor. Okay, so your hands are shoulder width distance apart, the fingers are spread. Both elbows start to bend. So the, the outside of the left thigh and the outside of the left hip are landed on the elbows. And then the feet lift as the upper body moves forward. So your face is gonna be pretty close to the floor. Your face might face plant, which wouldn't be so bad because it's already so close to the floor. Okay. Fun, huh? <laughs> Fun? Funny? Have a sense of humor about it? This is just stupid human tricks, right? Uh, <laughs> push your hands down and forward. Reach your hips up and back. It's <laughs> stupid human tricks. Um, I'm sure I've mentioned before that once my mom was on David Letterman doing a stupid human trick. But it also reminded me of how I was watching uh, funny cab videos with my daughter yesterday. Right leg uh, lifts up and back. Three-legged dog with the right leg lifted. And then look forward, lunge the right foot forward. I was actually watching it with both my kids. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> find your lunge. Back leg is straight and strong. Tone the glutes. Scissor the legs in. Expand the heart forward. But uh, I was just thinking, you know, animals, if animals watched uh, funny human videos, they might think this was pretty funny, what we're trying to do right now. <laughs> Compilation of funny adult human uh, videos. Why are they doing that? Shoulders away from their ear, your ears, collarbones broaden, and then left knee to the floor. Right foot walks over to the left. Okay. Let's do that twist first. Left arm extends up, lift up, right hand on the thigh. Hook the elbow to the outside of the thigh. Revolve the chest, walk the elbow down, walk the shoulder down. Maybe making contact between the uh, left ribs and the top of the right thigh. Then you can walk the left foot further out to the left. Left hand to the floor, bend the elbow back. Right hand to the floor, bend the elbow back. Hands are shoulder width distance apart. Spread the fingers. Make a shelf with the right elbow. Make a shelf with the left elbow. Okay, and then start to move the momentum of the pose forward. I mean, you probably, someone could probably do this with straight arms. Good for them. Good for them. Left leg out to the left, face forward, right leg back. And good for you if that's you. I'm happy. I'm happy for you and proud of you. Proud to know you. Okay. <laughs> Left leg out to the right. <sighs> I mean, once you have this shelf thing going, you can just kind of hang out here. It's like being on a hammock. Okay. 
We did it twice on the first side, so we should probably do it twice on the second side. We've learned a thing or two. We've cultivated this pose. Okay, so I'm gonna take my left knee on the floor, left knee a little bit over to the right, right foot a little bit over to the left. So it's kind of like setting up for um, shoestring pose or uh, gomukhasana. Um, so hands to the front thigh, push to the chest up, lengthen the left arm up, twist the upper body to the right, left armpit towards the right upper thigh, or the top of the right thigh. Left hand down, right hand down, bend the elbows back, lean the upper body forward, make the shelf, and then support yourself on the shelf of the elbows. Root down through the knuckles of the fingers. Your, maybe your face is about to face plant or gently kiss the earth. <laughs> and then come on out of there. Whew. Okay, sweep the legs forward. And as promised, we got to do that shoulder stand now. So um, again, this is a pose that we've really cultivated the shapes for today, at least, uh, especially in the lower body. Um, so if you practice shoulder stand with a, a blanket or a series of blankets, get your props for this shape. I know that some people don't use those things. So um, the way that I do shoulder stand Typically, as I take a, a blanket or two, uh, move my mats uh, close enough to the wall so that I can use my, uh, the wall as a halfway position in halasana, transitioning up into the shoulder stand. So with the mat folded over the top of my blanket, the, uh, the clean folded edge of my blanket facing the wall, I'm going to lie back with my head on the floor and my shoulders up on the, um, the shelf of the blanket. And I'm going to start with the shoulders, the tops of the shoulders about three inches from the folded edge of my blanket. Okay, arms by the sides of the body, knees bent, draw the knees in towards the chest, and you can either grab the buttocks or you can press the hands into the floor. And then with some momentum, just like we did in our C salutations, we're going to sweep the legs to the wall. So arms stay by the sides. And then what I like to do is interlace my fingers behind my back and then uh, extend through the knuckles to tuck my shoulder blades one at a time underneath the back of my chest, just as we would in a bridge pose. So with the blanket, with the prop, uh, what's really helpful is the, uh, this height of the shoulders uh, to get the neck off of the floor. So as the name implies, shoulder stand, <laughs> we are going to be standing on our shoulders. We are not trying to stand on the neck or on any vertebra of the back of the spine. So we're on our shoulders, we're on the back of our head, and this is a wonderful pose already, is it not? Hips over the shoulders in halasana. I'm gonna walk my feet up the wall so that my heels are at the height of my hips, and then I'm gonna lengthen up through the tailbone. 
So I'm gonna, before I even take the legs up, I'm gonna situate the hips over my shoulders, trying to cultivate length up the spine. And then I'm gonna take my feet away from the wall as I bring my hands to my back, fingertips pointing up the back, pinky fingers towards the spine. And there's many ways to prop this pose. Um, one really helpful way is to bring a strap around the upper arm so that the elbows don't float apart. So the elbows are attempting to stay shoulder width distance apart and in doing so, they're helping to keep the shoulder blades tucked under the back. Again, with that idea of standing on the shoulders. Lengthen up through the tailbone, push the thigh bones back or away from the wall if you're using the wall. And then what do you want to do with your feet? So I think squeezing the legs together is quite challenging. You can attempt to squeeze the legs together. You can keep the feet hip width distance. You can point the toes or flex the feet. You can relax the feet somewhat. And this is another pose that you can will really go a long way with some cultivation. So this can be a pose that uh, you can hold for several breaths, several minutes, maybe even up to like 20 minutes people hold this pose. And then just like our headstand practice, this is one that uh, once you have the, um, the foundation for this, once you have that um, stability, confidence, and um, uh, stamina, you could start to do some different things with this, like uh, different leg positions. You could probably, I guess people do lotus and shoulder stand or uh, baddha konasana, wide legs, one foot down, splits, I don't know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Okay, if you're still cultivating this pose, just go ahead and pause the stream, stay up for 20 minutes. If not, bring your feet to the wall or come into some form of plow pose with the legs overhead and then eventually bring the feet to the floor. I like to take um, deaf person pose by bending the shoulders in towards the knees and then cupping the heads with the knees, so hips high in the air. So the, this pose is going to go deeper uh, with the knees closer to the floor. So you can kind of gauge that with the toes tucked under, you can keep the knees off of the floor. And then as the back body uh, becomes more supple, you can start to lower the knees deeper towards the floor. You can even flatten the feet, wrapping the arms uh, together over the head or over the shins. Or stay in Halasana. your practice, your call, <laughs> your journey.
Okay, slowly unwind, unfold from your halasana or deaf person pose. If you have the uh, blanket heights, just lift the hips onto the blanket and lower the shoulders onto the floor. So the hips are just slightly lifted by the height of your prop if you have one. Let the shoulders settle into the floor. You might either bend the knees and let them fall together or extend the legs straight. Briefly, uh, let's do a fish pose. Again, either knees bent, uh, feet, heels, and knees parallel, and hip width distance apart, or legs extended straight. Uh, press your elbows along the sides of the ribs. Palms face one another like robot arms. And then push your elbows down. Arch your upper, bo- uh, upper back away from the floor. Arch your spine away from the floor. And then you can push your elbows up and maybe even bring the, uh, the top of your head to the mat. And even experiment with uh, weight bearing there if that feels okay. Otherwise, you can uh, reduce the load of weight on your head by just continuing to actively press the elbows down as you open the throat. Countering our classic counter to the shoulder stand. And then lengthen the back of the neck, lower the shoulders, lower the upper body down once again. And then remove any props if you have them. We're going to come to a reverse table. So feet parallel, heels into the hips. Fingertips point towards the hips. Roll the shoulders back. Lift the chest up. Look forward and then push the feet down. Lift the hips up and make your reverse table. So again, opening up the throat. First look down the front of the body. Then start to take the gaze up and even back. If it feels okay, release the head back as you push down through the hands, lift into the heart, push down through the feet, lift into the pelvis, lengthen through the tailbone, and then bring the chin back to the chest before lowering the hips down, and turn your hands in the other direction, fingers towards, uh, away from the hips. Roll the shoulders back, push, uh, or either push the feet down, Uh, in the table, or we're going to reverse, or we're going to extend the legs straight. Honestly, when I, with the legs extended straight, I'm compelled to turn the fingers forward again, so I'm going to do that. So I think, I don't think it's going to be injurious if you have your hands turned the other way, Uh, but I just feel like this is more natural. So legs straight or knees bent, legs together if they're straight, uh, feet apart if they're bent. Roll the shoulders back. Push the heels down, lift the hips up for east-facing pose or reverse table. Push the soles of the feet towards the floor if your legs are straight. And then look up or even look back. Lengthen through the tailbone, lengthen through the heels if the legs are straight. Lift into the heart space either way. And then chin to the chest, lower the hips, bend the knees, and come to lie on your back. So you might take uh, 
take your sweater, your socks, uh, as we rapidly decelerate. I mean, we never really accelerated that fast, <laughs> did we? we are, but this is a cultivation practice. It doesn't need to be fast. Um, lie on your back. Take your arms out to either side and sway your legs like, like daisies, uh, <laughs> like daisies swaying in the, in the breeze. Uh, next time your knees fall to the right, leave them there. You might hook the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh. You might take the left arm along the left ear. You might grab the left wrist. You might gently draw the left side body long. Release the clasp, unhook the leg, re-square the hips, and then let the knees fall over to the left. If you do it on the first side, you might like to hook the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh. You might like to grab, extend the right arm and grab the right wrist with the left hand. So if ever I, something I instruct uh, results in... <laughs> in pain or a, a sensation that feels like a warning, that feels like a, um, a red flag, then, you know, that, <laughs> I would advise listening to the body in that situation. So it might be that something, um, something that I instruct works for me and doesn't work for you. So that's where this, expertise and uh, confidence of your own experience, your own intelligence, your own, um, yeah, in your ex experience and intelligence to listen to your own body. And unhook, re-square, lengthen through the tailbone, and draw the knees in and up towards the armpits. Cup the hands, the knees with the hands. Draw the knees in and up. Take hold of the outer edges of the feet. Transition to half, happy, or full on. Happy baby. Rocking the knees side to side. Pressure of feet into hands, hands into feet with as much or as little intensity as you would like. And soles the feet together, interlace the fingers, widen the knees apart, extend through the inner thighs, lengthen through the low spine. Gather the knees together and wrap your arms around your legs. Pull into a tight space. Tuck the tailbone, tuck the chin, squeeze in. 
and then find your way to some form of savasana. So whether it be uh, legs up the wall, folded over a bolster, perhaps a reclined goddess pose might feel nice today. As we didn't do uh, a whole, a whole mess of uh, back bends as we often do. So um, if you have a bolster, you might place it behind you, lengthwise. If you have a blanket, you might place it on the bolster for a pillow. Scooch uh, your low spine right up to the base of the bolster. Take your knees apart or you can extend the legs straight. Rest the length of the spine over the bolster. You could also call this um, maybe lizard on a rock. (laughs) Your bolster being your rock. Let the knees widen out. Settle the shoulder blades back. Turn the palms up. This is the moment where we might just uh, consider stepping back from the planting, from the weeding, from the the active gardening process and see what we've grown. Observe the state of the body and mind. Or observe the state of the body-mind the mind-body, as they are interconnected.
as you're ready, send movement back into the extremities of the body, moving fingers and toes. And then what are you want to do next? What do you what do you want to do next? Extend the legs, rotate wrists and ankles, do a big stretch, whatever it is. If you have the knees wide, use the hands to draw the thighs together. Either way, place the feet on the floor and bend the knees. Take the right arm along the right ear and roll from our corpse position into a fetal pose, transitioning from the yoga practice, the asana practice. And then move into a seated position. Gather your hands at heart center. Connect with breath. Exhale completely. Inhale fully for Om. Thank you. I recognize and appreciate and applaud your patience, your devotion to this practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste. Thank you, Ava, Susanna, Jason, for being here. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I know everybody who's here today. So thank you guys. Um,